All right, guys, it's the 50th Hellcast. Let's put our game hats on and put our heads down and get this done. Is everybody ready? My head's always down. My game phase is always on. So what's any different than any other Well, we're getting episode? pumped up, man. But I'm always pumped for an it's, episode. It's, you know, World Cup and sports and everything. I don't give we a got, shit about that. We don't give a shit about that. I want to talk See, about See, now music. you're making me look like an asshole. By t- <laughs> you're supposed to get excited and be stupid. I That's am the- excited. Fuck off, guys. I thought we had this idea that I was going to come in and do this stupid fucking pep talk thing, and then you guys are sitting there looking at me. I don't know where you got this idea. No one ever told you to do this. (laughs) I suggested it, and you guys are like, yeah, that sounds good. Kevin, do you remember this? No. (laughs) Damn it. I mean, I know it's the 50th episode, and I'm excited about that. Well, it's not my 50th episode, so I'm trying to just, you know. Oh, don't even go there. I sense some bigotry going on here. I am. You yes. have some pent-up emotions. I do. All right. Well, um, I did press record, by the way, so we are recording. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Good. So we might want to put something good on tape. So are you gentlemen ready? I'm ready. We're ready. 50th episode. Of Hellcast. Since we accidentally ran the tapes there early, you obviously know it's Hellcast, and it's the 50th episode. I'm not that excited, I as you can tell. It's just a number. <laughs> when we get to 66, that'll be kind of cool. But the thing you didn't hear from the intro is that Kevin from Graveworm is here again after popular demand from... What episode were you in? Do you remember? I think it was 18. Wow. That's really three sixes. <laughs> that is three sixes. 8-bit black metal, I remember. Yep. It's actually yep. funny because you totally posted uh, the Liege Lord 8-bit, or Lich King 8-bit. 8-bit black metal. Or 8-bit metal at this point. Yeah. We were kind of depriving some band submissions. So I thought I was going through the inbox today. I was like, fuck, Dennis man. from Delaware. So we're going to play a lot of submissions today. So if it's very awful today, blame it on the people that send in their music that listen to Hellcast. But one of the other things that we uh, kind of been depriving is fan mail. And I don't know about you, but my inbox has been full. I had to weave through it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, actually, you know, it's funny. Most of the guys that like know me and contact me more, they do it on uh, Facebook than they do my email, which is fine. Pete from Toronto. Dear Hellcast dudes, I'm writing to you to thank you for producing a killer show. I just stumbled upon it while buying records on Hell's Headbangers. Hell yeah. And have been quickly making my way through your past episodes. While I find myself seldom agreeing with shit you say, especially <laughs> Reaper. What the fuck? <laughs> but I love listening to it. Hey. hey. But that's the point of the show, isn't it? I think whether you agree or disagree, it's we don't make up your own mind, right? Well, that's a nice way of saying it. I just told him, go fuck himself. Because <laughs> you like a fragile little ego. <laughs> yeah, my ego. It's so huge. <laughs> I also appreciate your rant against metal babes in magazines. I was impressed 
at how anti-sexist it was. Nice work. I also really enjoyed the metal teacher interview. Hey, Dennis, there's that's for you. That's right. Being a metal teacher myself. And love the what the fuck happens sections and movie parodies. We did movie parodies? Uh, I thought those were real trailers. Really? They were, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for those movies to come out. You, what do you mean? They, yeah, you haven't seen them, dude. They've been all over the box office. Yeah, I mean, fucked in the ass is like bigger than the Godzilla movie. <laughs> Impossible. There's a lot to take up the huge. ass. Because <laughs> since then, it's been selling out every night. Just Anyway, <laughs> two questions for you, since I love to hear you go off on a rant. Number one. What are your favorite bands with women in them that really ripped? Sinister and Bullthrower come to mind. Well, if we're going by ripping, I think Eddie's going to do fart ripping as opposed to <laughs> filling in that. But before he does that, what is your answer to that question? Right Put now, what, right on the spot. What comes to mind is Sling Blade. It's a great oh. straight up heavy metal new wave, and you know I've been listening to a lot of Nuwawa lately. But bitch comes to mind. Cool. Well, glad you could answer that. How about you, Kevin? <laughs> Leather Leone, Chastain. Oh, and, um, I like Doro a lot. Oh yeah, Warlock. Yeah. I think it's Snow White. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, great singer and Acid, of course, from Belgium. Hmm. Very good answers. I'm very impressed with you guys. Well, I have two as well. Detente. Yep. And uh, Sign of the Jackal, although I have one complaint about Sign of the Jackal, and it was the fact that you look at their descriptions mm-hmm. for the product, you know, to buy it, fucking like says it a zillion times, like female-fronted heavy metal band, new doing a lot of female-fronted heavy metal band covers, and, and then actually their new album that just came out, I, I shit you not, when you open it up, the back cover even says Italian female-fronted heavy metal bands, like, I bought the CD already, I fucking <laughs> know, I don't care, you yeah, know, it's like, god damn. That's like quit driving that point. Who cares? Right. And number two, what makes for a good black metal? What separates the great from the cheese? Satan. Uh, I I don't know. I midnight versus uh, fucking Nickelback, for lack of a better. And I, you know, you're sometimes it. That's there was a band I can't remember who it was. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on that, Kevin? I think that's probably the, the subgenre that is the most fluid that you can have so many people like a certain band and so many people hate that same band for virtually opposite reasons. But it, whether you comprehend it or you don't, it just it doesn't matter because it's, it's just what the bands want to do. I think it's the most stripped down and when they get philosophy involved with it, oh God. And just it's just there's basically there's no bounds to it. To me, that's an unattractive quality. I like it when there's certain things that you can grasp a hold of of a certain genre or subgenre that defines why you like something or you can you get the reasoning behind it. Whenever something is just so open ended and you're like, I like it, but if you can't really explain it, it kind of leaves that little something like an empty feeling. Like I, I like this, but I can't really put into words why I like it. You know? Yeah. Are you like saying stuff- that that makes it you like it less or like it? More? I like it less. I like it when I can explain why I like something when something so open-ended you can still enjoy it or not but having that uncertain question not being answered that 
bugs me. Sometimes that actually intrigues me more because I oh. want to figure it out. See, I don't know if I've ever gotten that deep until Hellcast got into my life, trying to come up with these topics and stuff right. and, you know, really think about, can we talk about metal all the time and keep it interesting, you know? So it, I think it kind of forced me to get a little more deep and stuff and think about this shit. Because, right. uh, you know, I never really did. It's like, you know, you like it, you put it on, you like it, and that's about it. Because no one really ever gave a shit about my opinion, as maybe <laughs> they still don't. Well, but to answer his question, really, my take on it, what makes for good black metal? What's separates the grape from the cheese the image can be ridiculous <laughs> and there's yeah. obviously that i think one of the biggest things throwing out the the venom started at argument or whatever so going what most people know well the norwegian side of things let's just sure. throw it all out and say that's where it started so going by that go to like burzum or something burzum was you know really pushing the fact that they wanted it to sound ugly and he was really saying how, like, well, I used a really shitty amplifier and this and that and this and, and really pushing the shitty part of it. Whether I like them or not or whether the listener likes them or not, they're obviously a classic, so something is done right. And I don't exactly look at them in a cheesy light. So there's something organic about that. And I think a lot of bands, though, did take note of that going, well, Burzum did it shitty and this band did it shitty, so I got to do it shitty. And their shitty just came off as shitty. <laughs> it wasn't like... Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't good shitty. It was there just was like, no edge. It was like that one band we ripped on on uh, Crybaby, the episode Crybaby Black yeah, yeah, Metal. Right. And it okay. sounded like, and like the guy sounded like an elephant. That's just shitty. I mean, it's hilarious. So it's funny, but it's shitty. You're not getting anything across. There's no emotion right. or anything. And to me, good black metal has some sort of emotion. And then that's kind of what spawned then depressive black metal. Yeah, or that's, as that's, we call it, Crybaby Black yeah, Metal. Yeah, that gets yeah. kind of But then the thing of it is, oh, it's, it's not like... I was listening to Dissection lately. Maybe it's a big band to push, but easy to recognize whoever's listening. And there is emotion in that. Yeah. There's leads. There's a melancholy to it. A a denial of God. Stuff like that. It isn't shitty. It doesn't sound awesome. I mean, well, Denial of God record does sound really good. good, But it doesn't sound really good because it was like this huge production. And and, and that's, they took their spin. You know, they were like, well, this is what we wanted. And and in a way, I think that's what Burzum was. It's like, I don't want to be just shitty because I got to be shitty and be cool about it. That's kind of what I wanted. And I knew that this amp, it would sound shitty, but it'd be ugly shitty. And it would still, you know, right. have characters, yeah. shitty character. Yeah. For yeah. lack of a better term. And, and and a lot of people, they they just don't get it. So they just grab the crappiest thing. They buy a guitar from, because you could buy a fucking guitar from Best Buy in America, you know, <laughs> which is just an electronic store and not a place you'd buy a guitar. You know, people, they almost would do something like that. You know, I don't know that's the exact extent but you get the point and as far as the cheesiness goes cheesiness is really tough to put your finger on it's really a, a tough thing for me to define i don't know about yeah. you guys yeah it's, it's just subjective you, you just, it's, just, yeah, it's very subjective it's like when you see it you know it yeah and i might see something like, yeah and then you guys might be like i think that's okay like, yeah to notice the cheese is definitely with the face paint and that's what a lot of the black metal shit has totally become though to especially go to the originators that it really wasn't there's that was just something they did and it right. wasn't that focused on and like an hour it's just like well if you're in a black metal band you have to and then you see like fucking black metal bands they got neck beards and gauged earrings and stuff it's just like dude, dude I, I can't I haven't seen that I guess I really paying that much attention have you wow. seen that yeah. unfortunately that, that's like, the what? new that's the modern you know I might have seen metal. that and assumed that was like insane composite or something I bet you did <laughs> yeah I bet you well without the paint so Pete says thanks for all your hard work love the show well hopefully you can agree with that Pete Yep. James says, Hi, Reaper and Eddie Satan. I listening to every 
episode of Hellcast. Even bought a shirt. Great fit. Thanks. You guys cover a lot of subjects about the underground music scene, but in the underground scene, there's a subject that puzzles me. That is the difference between a cult band, CVLT, versus a true band, TRVE. And yes, I have seen it written that way. And do these bands believe it? Keep up the entertaining podcast. Anyone that uses cult is typically like blackened death metal or black metal. And anyone that uses true is typically heavy metal or power metal. I could buy that, yeah. Okay. So to use such label as cult or true is typically bands that are trying to think that they're ignoring a trend, but by using that word are a trend because it's like, yeah, we're true. So we're like, you know, we're not doing any of that poser stuff. We play old school. We record analog and we wear high top sneakers and whatever other heavy metal thing that would make you like an old school originator or something. (laughs) So we were true heavy metal. And it's just like by you saying that you're true heavy metal now you're just a fucking another trend because or a douche yeah if the band is talking about their image in that way without being asked we dress this and we do that and and it's like who gives a fuck just tell me about your music and fucking play it it's like i can look at you and see what the fuck you're wearing yeah and then i'll make up my mind whether it's fucking true or cold or or better yet whether i fucking like it or i don't the whole thing with the true and the cult all that is just media tagline bullshit right yeah it has nothing whether a band wants to use that or doesn't want to use that i mean you're getting into a point to where you're in a band you want to promote your music because you're proud of it because you're in the fucking band of course so you're going to use words that's going to explain or pinpoint what a band is whether just how happens to be that true and call is the popular words now or it's the tagline that really catches your eye catches your ear when you're hearing it and shit like that it could just been any fucking other words but it just so happens those are the ones that people associate with something that they want to connect to whether the bands have that certain something that the fans are looking for pointing out what were true this or that like i'll be the judge of that i just don't want to make myself look like some arrogant asshole it's like yeah i'm true you know i'm not gonna put on a crucify morals release true fucking death rash uh brentley this has come to my attention recently and is getting worse I live in Harrisonburg, Virginia, a small college town, and because of that, I am on first-name basis with every metalhead, quote-unquote, that is in the scene. At least once a week for the past three months or so, I have spoken to directly or overheard someone outside of the group mention how excited they are about MDF. Yeah, this email's a little old. These are people who six months ago would give me shit for listening to anything heavy. I'm irritated foremost because metalhead has been a personal comfort and passion of mine since I was a small boy. I fear that the fest is a gateway for trend-hopping sluts and douchebags just trying to party. They definitely don't give a fuck about the lineup, history, camaraderie, or anything other than saying they were there and sucked off the drummer from Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. (laughs) I feel you would be equally irritated. (laughs) Well, I have long since kind of overcome it and don't really give a shit but i agree with everything that he has said it was funny that he wrote this and that's kind of why i saved this and brought it up for the show so i always kind of felt that not exactly for every fest but 
definitely particularly for MDF. Uh, maybe because it's American, I can relate more to it, and you know, it's not European and stuff. Right. And festivals are popular there. I think because of the fact that you see a lot of people that aren't generally into the metal, but then all of a sudden they're extremely excited when it comes fest time, and it's just like, well, you're only excited because, as he said, you want to meet the guy and you want to blow him or or whatever. It's just party time, and you're gonna get a f- bunch of free shit. And it's just like, it isn't about that music. I don't know about you guys, but do you like festivals? I don't. It really depends on the size. The lineup is always the most important thing. Um, I've went to uh, MDF a few times over the years, and um, I've always had a good time. But I've never been one of those persons that has gone all four days or going to see as many bands possible. There's only a handful of bands that ever piqued my interest or that i wanted to see or that i've never got to see so i make sure you go out of your way to see these bands just kind of on your own personal notch in your belt type of thing like yeah i like that band and i yeah. finally got to see them live and they had a good time but um yeah for certain people that they, they do enjoy the party atmosphere more so than the bands they do enjoy the socializing seeing people that they only get to see once a year at that particular fest and it doesn't even have to be mdf it just could be any large type yeah, fest through any uh particular country or a type of genre or anything like that i know from my personal views that the band selection has become a little more i won't say mainstream or popular but it's it's a lot more diverse now than it was like 10 years ago yeah when it was just really extreme uh, just death metal bands and grindcore bands when your occasional doom band now you got all the subgenres covered it breeds douchebags work more douchebags working there most more douchebags showing up when you start to take away from my experience of the show because you're in my ear wooing or you puke and i get splattered on my fucking leg by your puke that's when it's like oh fuck that's maybe the people he's referring to that don't go there for the music. They go there for the party, which is right. good. Hey, let them. That's more maybe hopefully money for the bands to, to keep doing what they're doing. But same time, it can be fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all I got. That's our fans. Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ironically, I just I just looked at my phone. Uh, Yuho from uh, um, Finland sent me a message. Something about loving Bruce Dickinson. Oh, oh course that was very long winded and very uh insightful i think that it is time for a music break
Man, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, I no. am so fucking deaf right now because all of my headphones <laughs> no, from that. I'm so goddamn loud. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, sorry my unf- No, it's fine. It's just, I'm back here trying not to laugh during this. <laughs> this is so stupid. I told you I had to play it because it's like if I put it in afterward, then everyone's not as stoked for what the fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> God, but I, dude, it's, it's, it's been a while. Been a while since I fucking... <laughs> was, did we also bring up Stain on the last one for some reason? No, I'm one of them. We we did that was this total psyched interview or uh, intro like we played oh that. that's right i was like two ago probably like no one listened yeah. to it because what the fuck is this fuck this podcast. but man, man i forgot how awful that stuff really was until i just heard that id and like holy shit that is bad you gotta go all right wait hold on a second what well kevin likes i wrestled the bear ones i like the female singer on the one song that they have a video for uh the, like her looks or her voice her voice right well like, she looks good too how is <laughs> <laughs> that a lot for work <laughs> I, I when he told me that too i was like oh well good anyway the point was i like the female voice on the song that's the only aspect of the song that I liked. So it's El Kelcast episode number 50. Kevin has left. Comes out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened to Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Welcome to another episode of What the Fuck. Kevin, he was a nice guy, a quiet guy, but now he has a deep, dark secret. He likes the girl for He wrestling. likes... <laughs> I wrestled the bear once. Just the voice. I can wow! Or anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know who to start with on this. See, what the fuck this time around is really cool because these are people when that is it wrote not us. really cool? Well, this is especially oh, special for the 50th because these Five are people that wrote us. We had three fucking fans write us, but then we had a bunch of people fucking write us about goddamn shitty bands that they want us to play. Which and make, I don't fucking think they actually listen to the podcast. I was going to say podcast. it makes you wonder if they listen to the podcast or Dude, well, I, probably not. maybe they do, maybe they don't. Yeah. For your podcast consideration, I'm the manager of the Danish death metal slash metalcore act. Billy Boy in Poison. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. got to be awesome. Anyway, they're currently looking for a suitable. This is the fucking the, the reamer right here. We're currently looking for a suitable label to release the album Watchers. Well, why the fuck did you write us? Write the fucking <laughs> label. We're not doing it. Do you really think that when we play this song, we're doing it in a positive light? Even negative publicity is publicity, Reaper. All right. That's fine by me. I'm all for finding a crowd. I'm just saying I think it sucks. The sound of Billy Boy and Poison leans mainly on contemporary death metal, but has inspiration from metalcore as well. We want to do a lot of things and aim for the stars and a varied sound. Much is going on on this record. There are the groovy, punishing heavy riffs, blast beats, a few atmospheric parts, and the occasional progressive twist. Coming to you Live from Hellcast on the What the Fuck section, this is Billy Boy in Poison, Cap Corrupted into Slaves.
So this is the moment in time where I kind of remain a little uh, insulting. I have a lack of insults <laughs> because I know this sucks. I know this is trendy, but I can't exactly say why because it is kind of blasting and it kind of has elements of shit that would well, be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the worst thing that's been played on this segment so far. No, definitely No, not. definitely not. You know, and it's heavy, but it's it's still got that chugga-chugga and the fucking pinch harmonics. Well, let's first right. off point Woo! this fact out that everyone's listening to Hellcast, so they can't see the video that we're seeing. We see a bunch of dudes with neck beards that are fat with uh, gauged earrings. And tattoos. Sure. So that's well, kind that of a usual. Well, there, there, there's a metal there's guy a long there. Hair. But then there's always the one long-haired guy. Yeah. So while these guys can play... I don't understand how none of them could like not be playing by not like like standing there on stage and not be like <laughs> we got a fucking twelve foot fucking banner that says Billy Boy and Poison behind me. I mean, I would be laughing the whole goddamn time. How about you? I, actually, I wouldn't even be on stage because I'd be that goddamn embarrassed. It, it just that is a bad name. I, it, it's a bad name. Billy Boy just that seems to be like Billy Boy. Get your homework done. You know it. That's like when when I was not picturing this. At least these guys are like, well, I don't know. Are you but sure not being punked? What is metalcore? I I don't I don't. I guess what this is, is that? It. I mean, I, I don't. All these. Uh, I, I always took it like as a cross between some sort of metal and hardcore, and then it's like. Now that I, I, I don't hear a, what I, I was saying. I don't hear a lot of diversity in this song. Where like the description made it sound like there was a bunch of different styles mixed in. This sounds pretty straightforward to me. Oh, here it is. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, this, 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 here we go. We found our... We found The diversity. Holy shit. I don't know. I really don't know what to say. I I, I just don't like it. It's, and I think the name sucks. And the, the name, name kind of sucks. sucks really bad. Yes. It's it's heavy. It's got that same fucking guitar tone. Yeah, I, I kind of right. got to hand it to him. Um, but that is I, way better than anything in the intro to what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It's true. The best part about this though is like the excerpts from like numerous different like magazines or stuff that listen to their music. They quote them. There is everything a modern metal fan could wish for. Well, this is the start of yeah. something big. Revolution music. Five and a half out of six. And then some of the best metalcore I've ever heard. Really heavy and powerful. Metalized number 68. Could you imagine, though, if like one of the band members actually heard this episode and it's like, this band's name sucks and they look like the fucking, they look like a bunch of football players. Hellcast episode number 50. Like, that'd be great. You know, I would be, I would be, I would be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> but you, the gauge earrings and shit, that's, yeah, yeah, it's like enough's enough for that already. It's, it seems that's the like, modern times, man. That's the modern look for metal. All right. Be, anyway. <laughs> This band fucking mailed their shit in. All right. <laughs> That's going Oh, yeah, there's school. a treat. You guys didn't notice that sitting there, did you? This is, I mean, is, is that Captain Frappet, right? F-R. Well, you know, they're from France, and you speak All French. Right. So is that a French word? Captain Frappot? Is that how we Frappot. use it? Right. So Captain Frappot. I love it when bands will send bios like this. <laughs> Hello, we are Captain Frappot, a power trio of heavy rock. Our formula is simple. Big guitars, 
a powerful bass and heavy drums and heavy drums duo, a powerful and husky voice and catchy and melodic choruses and an overuse of the word and. The group was formed in early 2012 around Patrick and Frank before being joined in March by Mark, brother of Patrick. Why is that in there? Who the fuck gives a shit if it's his brother? Like, I don't, I don't know. That's either a selling of point. That's yeah, why. Oh, 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 shit. <laughs> They're I, I brothers. Was, uh, yeah, you like, got to give him kudos for that. Like, I don't want to play. Wow. They Hellcat. came out of the same womb. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I don't want to play us on hell. Oh, fuck. Patrick's brother's in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> better play it. Very quickly, we participated in the Emergenza Festival and went to the final clinch fourth place and the title of the best guitarist. Final clinch? That sounds like something that would happen in prison. (laughs) Follows the entry into the studio to record the EP six tracks, Walk the Plank, which was released October 26th, 2012, Downloaded from Amazon. Huh? We paid the luxury of a passage in a dose of metal on the huge TV with the Scorpions. Since then, Captain Frapot makes concerts to promote that album, mainly in Paris and the Paris region. We won the headbanging contest. And I don't know why that's so funny. In Paris. <laughs> they really have one of those. And will wow. soon to be the Trio Open Air Festival to compete in the national finals. Sweet. All right. What a bio. Yeah. Okay. Here's, I'm so excited to hear this. I'm pouring myself. I know. Thing around, I so around. here is Captain for Pot with their hit song, Walk the Plank. I was hoping it was a whiplash cover. I don't ever want to feel Oh, that was Red Hot Chili Peppers at first <laughs> Best guitarist, Adam, that's for sure Is that the Sony player fucking thing? Doesn't Tool have like a I hate Tool. Oh, oh, pick it up. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. That's totally what that sounds like, man. Tool? Oh, this is where they get down and dirty, though. That was the radio track. Yeah, yeah. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) This is werewolf. Wow. Oh, we got to hear the track Faith No More, of course. When the dark is coming and the moon lights the city, the shadows of my fears. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Hit it, Mark. <laughs> oh, wait. That's his brother. I get you guys confused. You guys look so much alike. I 
there's that groove. Whoa. Exactly. You know what they're also kind of, I was going to say Stone Temple Pilots or something. Oh, yeah. Dude, why the fuck would they send that to us? <laughs> like, what you just setting yourself up to get fucking ripped on for that. That was awful. I think they should walk the plank. That was fucking awful. <laughs> Honestly. Was, you know, and the, the thing is, is like it wasn't like awful musicianship. It was just awful music. Yeah, it was an awful style of music that does not need to be duplicated. This is <laughs> this is a uh, captain for pot. Fucking, rip. I can't even break the goddamn thing. All right, well it's broken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I guess there you go, <laughs> captain for pot. That's funny. <laughs> All right, that was bad. That was very awful. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever send that to us. I just uh, listen to the fucking you know, show. I, you know? I, I'm guaranteeing what what's happening is they're just they're just going through like a list, a list yeah. of shit. And but realistically, our, our our email address isn't even really like posted anywhere. I don't think. Like, well, now, isn't it on? Uh, isn't it on the ad? Oh, oh, okay. Like, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. I'm, I don't know. I mean, that just seems like I, that's, kind of a... That stuff's above Reaper and I's like pay grade, so... <laughs> yeah, but it's like... It just seems like a, a, a kind of a big effort. Like, oh, you got to type the email. Like, I could see if someone like forwarded a bunch. Like, hey, here's a bunch of like podcasts getting touched with them. Like, but us, like, like where was that sent us? to? Where wow. was that? Was it mailed to HH and then like Hellset Bangers and Care of Hell uh, Hellcast? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, this is a band. Frankly, I'm con- I'm confused, and I'll get to why. Pseudocidal. Pseudocidal. Right? So many goddamn roots run deep. Hellcast. Here it is. Jeff and Kevin are two 40-year-old guys. Pseudocial, I think. Who had a heavy metal dream in high school. What the fuck is this? Did, did you touch dicks at school, too? Like, what? Is, what is, like, why are we going back to that? We jammed back in the day, but ended up focusing on more on college than starting families. We it's- locked into the 8 to 6 grind until eventually we found ourselves drinking some pints while Wino was opening for Clutch in 2009. We were recalling the good times we used to have. Like, what does this have to do with anything? Jeff filed. <laughs> like, what? Wow. <laughs> Who's Jeff? <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Jeff, Jeff filed for divorce, and he shared some songs. Had <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> but this is the best part. Jeff filed shared some songs. I he think had- that's supposed to be file shared, hold, yes. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Jeff Filed shared some songs he had written on the princess guitar he had built for his daughter. Now, oh, why, wow. would you, why, why would you leave that detail <laughs> I mean, you guys are pretty candid. I got to hand it to you. But why the fuck would you point that out? Like, man, I, I'm, I'm really picturing this ballsy heavy metal fan, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, uh, I sat in my garage. Dude, this description is just so good. I got to eat read it all. I sat in my garage after my wife and kids went to bed. We were having oatmeal soup. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a goddamn novel. It's a band biography. <laughs> Sipped on bourbon and referenced the therapy session notes I kept. I'm a full-time therapist. What do you mean? You gave therapy on yourself? And and why are you disclosing it? Isn't that illegal? (laughs) Holy shit. What was the guy's name? I mean, you gave me everything else. 
in order to inspire some emotionally significant lyrics. Oh, God, this is getting deep. Next thing you know, some quality metal songs began to blossom. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Once we called on our friends, Anthony Drums and Jay Thomas, the jamming started and we found... <laughs> And we found we were pulling from influence such as Sabbath, Alice in Chains, <laughs> Old School Metallica, and Clutch. Oh, wow. Well, of course. Oh. We connected with a quality producer, Jeff McClear, who? And recorded our EP, Roots Run Deep. During the summer of 2013, we released it through CD Baby and have been thrilled to have landed on two best of 2013 lists. Heavy Metal Anthem Radio and Flanger College Radio. They wow, sound pretty bro. significant. Right, so here's the part where it gets fucking confusing. All right. So it says best of 2013. Pseudocidal. Run, roots run deep, right? Pseudocidal, I think. Yeah. Pseudocidal. Okay. You see it right there. Yep. P-S-E-U-D-O-C-I-D-A-L. All right. And so now they submit the material. Band name. Pseudocidal. Yeah, that's where I read it. <laughs> what the fuck Pseudocial. is the band called? Like, is it pseudocidal or pseudocidal? Yeah. Well, then you go to the band. So that's what they say that the name is. And then you go to the link and it's pseudocidal again. It's a good thing they proofread it. So it's just like, well, then, <laughs> and then you go to the link and then it, it, it's like pseudocidal. So I, don't, I don't know what the fuck. Ooh. So. Mike, fire, fire the intern. Mike the Big Cheese. From yeah, they probably have one <laughs> from college. Dude, just, Mike the Big. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at, but Mike the, the Big, Big cheese. cheese. What the fuck? Why would you put that? Guy? Like, Where does it say? What is Mike the Big Cheese? I missed it. I don't know. <laughs> what? It's a name even for the, what? Even that guy was like most cult name you could go there i am using cult but like if he was like the best name you could use why the fuck would you put that guy's name on your goddamn promo is that a guy like in the, the band I, I haven't found that bar yet <laughs> i can't stop laughing i would tell you but i can't <laughs> which link was that mike the, it's on their page so mike the big cheese of the heavy metal mayhem radio show wrote Take everything good about every genre of classic metal, throw it in a blender, update it by 20 years, and you have the raging sound and fury of pseudotical. <laughs> Even though I don't know if that's what they're fucking called. Oh, you got their band camp page. All right. This is why metal would ne will never die. Oh, man. With, a, with the big cheese saying it, I gotta fucking hear what this sounds like. I don't All know right. why it's so fucking funny, but I... It, Let it rip, Reaper. Oh, my God. I'm crying. Holy shit. Here's vigil, Vigilante. <laughs> and, and everybody out there, you have to go... All right. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> oh! Psych. That sounds like a princess guitar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, James! Oh, shit. Yeah! 
<laughs> and you know who's going to like this? Those ladies we saw at the Iron fucking... Uh, I know. There's going to be old 50-year-old ladies dancing with their fat guts <laughs> wanting to suck these guys' balls dry. And Mike the Big Cheese is going to be like... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Come suck this. I'll give you the big cheese right in your gullet, baby. Feed you some calories. Hey, ladies, after you're done eating that big burger, let's feast your ears on Sudonico or Sudocio. We don't know what they're called. (laughs) Which song is this, Vigilante? You gotta go to the pseudo social or suicidal or whatever dot com and see the picture of the fucking band. Oh, I I, I will. <laughs> yeah. 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 Way to start over. It's the same one. Wait, this. what was that? But there was like that explosion in the beginning. Was that? I was on the other two. Was that like a '90s web page? Like you know, remember '90s like AOL web pages? How they had like the dripping blood and like everyone could put the little sound effects. I don't remember that, that actually. That oh god, wreck. that's awesome. Let's look at the band photos, dude. I want to go to their store afterwards. <laughs> Well, let's get another tune going here. Oh, God. Open palm, closed fist. Oh, he's going to sock you in the face, Eddie. The band after their first show. Is it just oh. me, or do you really hear the Allison Chains and the Metallica mix? Oh, totally. I mean, at least yeah. they, they weren't bullshitting there. But I'll, it's give, not, I'll it's, give him credit for that. It's not classic Metallica, though. No, it's it's modern Metallica yeah. and Allison Chains. But to them, maybe that is classic Whoa, Metallica. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But they're in their 40s, so probably not. Be surprised. Honestly, man, if I was gonna like disclose my age in that biography, I would say I was twelve because I wouldn't want like anyone to think that I spent fucking twenty some years working on that. Wow. I mean, that's fucking bad. That's some oatmeal soup metal there. Uh, there's <laughs> Mike the Big Cheese on the Princess guitar. <laughs> but I just love Mike the Big Cheese, man. I want to. I want to meet that guy. That's awesome, <laughs> Mike the Big Cheese. Why the fuck would you call yourself that? That's definitely not Hellcast. But the funny thing is, uh, what does it say? Raging sound and fury of pseudo, pseudo, whatever the fuck. Pseudocidal. Pseudocidal. Oh, I get it because he's a pseudo homicidal or pseudo suicidal. He's halfway there. Is that, I mean, is, is he's halfway ready to kill somebody? Is that what? I don't know if they know either because they don't know what their name is. Right. That's, that's the funniest part. That's that, there was great. so much fury in that though. Wow, <laughs> it was pretty ferocious. I'll tell you. Well, here's another. I don't know if Mike the Big Cheese seconds this one. Hey, we are the new Swedish melodic hard rock band Reach. We're reaching out with a press release oh, wow. about our debut single, Black Lady, coming to you on the from Mike the Big Cheese podcast. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, shit. 
Dude, that's this is singer 80s. looks. Hey, that singer looks like the guy that sang at the halftime on the Super Bowl. I didn't see I didn't that. See Sorry, that. you didn't no, see that. No. It was like, oh my god, dude, is this like an '80s movie? I mean, they pulled that off. I'm talking about the sound, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. holy shit. Guys from Sweden. Um, I was listening to Nihilus today. I don't even want to admit that. <laughs> Out of fucking respect. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. This I mean, is, I mean, dude, dude I mean, those guys are insulting like this to Hellcast. Les Pauls and wow, it sounds like like White Snake or something. No, it didn't not sound even, not no. even as good as White Snake. It sounded like a fucking pop song from the '80s, with like yeah. some just that it was bad. I don't. I mean, it's one thing. Wait, wait, is it White Snake or White Lion? That's here I go again on my own. That's White Snake. That's White Snake. White Lion was um. Oh, they always played it on Headbangers Ball. Wait, who blew up? Who's wait. I, I I don't know who blew up. I, White Snake was big, but back before. No, no, no. The ones that literally blew up. Oh, that was Great White. Oh, there's a lot of like white going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a black. That's black lady. How can I associate that at all? But at least like Great White was like rock and roll. I mean, that was rock that and was roll rock too. And roll. It was just. It, but it's not it, for Hellcat. I mean, it, why is it going to Hellcat? It was more powerfully but shitty. It, but his singing was there was no uh, that that wasn't rock right, and roll singing. singing. That was pop. It singing. was modern. I mean, yeah. modern rock. No, that's pop. It's that's, not for Hellcat. It's not for anything <laughs> associated with rock. That <laughs> okay. All yeah. right, I'll give you that. I mean, he Satan did look disapproves. Really I don't want to be a bigot here, but he did look really fruity. <laughs> <laughs> he did, dude. He looked he like, like a half gauge earring in one ear. Yeah, and then, he was, then that and he had fucked color. up haircut. He had color. I mean, I don't want to sound racist, but he had color. He looked like he was Puerto Rican or something. Well, that doesn't matter. No, but he looked like um, no. I'm, I'm, I'm reason why I'm bringing that up because he looked like the guy that sang at the Super Bowl halftime. You guys didn't see it, and I don't know why the fuck I seen it either. But uh, uh, the, this was the first year I've ever seen a halftime show, and it was like some really popular pop singer. He looks exactly like that dude. Fuck, he could be that dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I wish I knew who, who it was, so you guys could get a better grasp. But anyone listening that has listened or ha- has seen the Super Bowl, I so don't care. Know. I'm not even going to Google it. You, you Hello, don't my name is that. Jordan. Oh man, this band's already gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to names like Eddie, <laughs> yeah. Reaper, or Kevin? I am a res- I am a representative for my band. Well, no shit, you would be that. <laughs> Aren't you all representatives for your band? You know what? You, you know what, Jordan? I'm a representative on the people that think your name sucks. And you know what else, Jordan? You don't start off a fucking letter with I. Ah. For my band, Variables, <laughs> we were wondering if you could play our newest single on your podcast at some time and help spread the word of our music. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> our latest single also has a lyric video. A what? A lyric video. Like, because we want to follow along and sing, apparently. Oh, a lyric. Yeah. Okay. Now, which can be viewed on YouTube. Yay. Attached to this email is a 320 KBPS MP3 file. How considerate. The file is attached. I don't even know what that means. It's high. It's a high bit rate. It's 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 maximum quality. It's not sixteen. So that way, it's not eight bit or eight bit. Yeah, sixteen eight. The file that is attached is our latest single, Dimensions. The song, what? The song is to be featured on our upcoming EP. Eight. 
Oh, wow. Variables with dimensions coming into you uh, off their hit single, Eight on Hellcast. You heard it here. I'm Mike the Big Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, already I can Some tell popcorn. You. Holy shit. With a big bag of popcorn. Is this Nelly? Oh, God smack. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, wow. That's the brown note right there. I did just shit myself. (laughs) Go away. Ruth. Bloody Ruth. Oh, wow, there's our band picture. It is very Look at that. Look at that band picture. Well, they're all kids. That's so fucking funny. Is that a dude? I, I don't know. Looks like a female. What the fuck is going on? might be her singing. Look at that guy on the left. He looks surprised like that the picture's being taken. (laughs) He's like, oh, shit, guys. I'm here for a photo. Oh, shit. I sat on her dildo. (laughs) Dude, he's got a fucking parted mullet. (laughs) Party on the side and business on the side. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Those are the most annoying haircuts. Oh, God. Yes, they are. Oh, listen. What the fuck's going on? It's variable. It's variables. Dubstep? What the fuck? Wow. See, now, like, people should be doing ecstasy and roofie and people's drink set like a, at a fucking dance car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this whole song is created by this one guy. Like, the rest of them just dance around the stage. Like, I can't take it anymore. Wow, that, that seriously, dude, you would hear that at a dance club. That's not even metal. It's no, like, it's what, not. No, what, oh, what the like hell that is? Dubstep. It's got distorted guitars. That's it. That's it. Some screaming. But And it's on. not even good tone guitars. It's that Fuck, man, modern that's... fucking... Yeah, that was, that was really bad. Fuck. So the thing of it is, though, I'm on their Facebook page. Sure. If we didn't have that shitty song, we haven't heard them, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so we're on their page. So, all right, we're scrolling. Band profile, play. You know, that's usually where you hear music. Let's play it. Okay. Here we go. Oh, there's a Miley Cyrus cover, by the way. What? Oh, perfect. Let's okay, let's take a listen to that. Oh, wait, what is what's this? No. You gotta like it to fucking hear it. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to like it if I never heard the goddamn band? Why would you do that? They're fucking idiots and shitty musicians. Wow. You know, you should like it just for a brief you know second what? and then unlike it. Honestly, I'm writing the okay. I never wrote this guy back. I'm going to write him right back right now. All right. Let, dictate it as you go. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not metal. Wow. Why would you send this to Hellcast? Well, well, I, well, I, well you see, we thought, well, I, it's extreme. They're probably singing about it, the devil and, you know, just don't know it. It's extremely annoying. Come on. Oh, dude, Stick this explains a lot. His email is Dragon Force Fan City. Dragon Force is that that band with the like Asian guys that play like a million notes like yeah 
and it's like reach for the stars power metal yeah well, I'm just going to leave it at that. This <laughs> sucks. Why would you send, you send this to Hellcast? <laughs> there we go. Giving us material. Well, let him figure that out. He never listened to the show before, and, well, he might be listening now. Wow. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Uh, we got a lot of shit. That's pretty much what it is. This is a desperate attempt here. Please feature our track. Like, Please feature our track. Question, question mark. <laughs> this is from, uh, well, <laughs> is it a track? I don't know about you, but anyone that opens an email with, hey guys, is already a bitch. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, we're a five piece metalcore outfit from Kent, Ohio. Uh-oh. Hey, Uh-oh. if it's not any good, which very well might not be, we could go and meet watch him jam. Let's go to the practice spot. Yeah. Just finished recording a new It's in my EP mom's garage. And would love it if you guys might feature it, uh, feature us on a podcast. Might not be heavy enough for the stuff you guys do, but... <laughs> and why would you say it? <laughs> and it's not even a heavy uh, enough thing. It's a... I wow. know. Oh, they, it, the people just might don't get it. Might not be heavy enough for the stuff you guys do, but if you could consider us at least... That would be awesome. Dude, that well, is... We consider well, just... What's the name? That's a fucking... Well, pe- attached... Is my therapist knows you by name? <laughs> what kind is that of the name? name of the? Is that the, that's the song? Name of the, the first track. Oh, on, okay. On, I was gonna say new, again. People, okay. therapists giving out shit they're not supposed to. This is to. the first track on the song of the new EP. The doctor will see you now. Hopefully, you guys like it and can Ooh, feature it in the psychedelic. near future. Regards, what? Terry from a higher demise. Higher demise. A higher demise. What does that mean? A higher demise. Well, oh. I guess the like, fact that we don't get it must mean we're fucking idiots. You know what it is, Eddie? Is Swing them around. The Lord is going to come down and smite you because my therapist knows you by name. Uh-oh. Right. You're intimidating. My therapist doesn't even know me by you name. You know what, Kevin, too? <laughs> my audience and therapist knows you by name. Perfect. Yeah. And there's going to be a higher demise for you <laughs> when the day comes. And fellas, I think it is time. To hear what my therapist has to tell you. By name. Like Lincoln Park. Wow. And there's that shitty fucking guitar tone. Fuck, I hate that. Modern metal. That's it. Because if Eddie's right, any publicity is good publicity. I don't want to fucking play that any longer. That is fucking awful. I'm writing them back too. Terry, I'm insulted you would send me this. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There you go. You know yeah. what would be better to listen to than that any of those bands? Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Remember, my fucking headphones are... Mm. <laughs> well, listening good. is actually funny. It's the spelling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That's good popcorn. Oh, 
Pages per 
perfect bound book. Everything hands drawn. This is fucking old school. Cuts and paste. Features interviews with Epitigo, Asphyx, Onion King, Nocturnal, Cyanide, Morbus Cron, and Denial. And can I mention horror, metal, Oregon Fanzine, issue number one, available now at Hell's Headbangers. I was having this discussion a few months ago with a friend of mine. You know, I'm not very, very excited to be listening to all these newer metal bands. And not You and I have had this conversation hundreds of times, actually. I just didn't care, you know, and... and coming from the god host hellcast like well these bands they're submitting their stuff like <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> there's an overabundance of metal and he had sent me an article this article kind of pretty much hit the nail on the head it's too much metal and i'm only going to touch upon certain parts of it because it's quite a long article metal today is in crisis metal's crisis doesn't feel like a crisis in fact sometimes feels like quite the reverse this is a crisis in which most are unaware that there is a crisis and that is the crisis the crisis is one of abundance metals 40 plus years of history and its multiplying subgenres has meant that an enormous body of work has built up new technology has created a situation in which metal like almost every other kind of music is instantly accessible a very high percentage of the recorded music of the thousands of past and present metal bands is available online, either for sale, for free, or often both. Even the most obscure historical artifacts are now available. When I started out as a metal fan, not me, the the guy that wrote this article, Keith Con Harris. Deathmetal.org, right? Yeah, there you go. When Keith Con Harris started out as a metal fan in the 1980s, and later on when he embarked on a PhD of ex- on extreme metal in 1996, which is pretty awesome, by the way, <laughs> he had an That's ab- fucking cool he shit. had an abiding frustration. He could never get his hands on enough metal recordings to satisfy his thirst for metal knowledge. Could never stop. He could never keep up with the progress of many metal genres. Of course, he bought stuff, but couldn't afford everything he wanted. And in many cases, metal was never his only interest. Of course, he taped a lot of stuff from friends, but never had enough knowledgeable friends to cover all the bases. Keith remembers an intense feeling of delight when having befriended a fanatical tape trader in 1999, received in the mail a tape for the early Mayhem demos and rehearsal tapes in the 1980s. Demo tapes were exciting and mysterious objects because one had to work to track them down. Today, there isn't much frisian in Googling something and finding it. Stripping the aura, rare and obscure metal recordings become much more mundane. Similarly, as a critic, the fact that metal is developing a more critical voice has removed some of the the invigorating discontent and discomfort that he once felt as being part of the metal scene. The only critical task left is to keep going while encouraging that which other already exists to blossom further, an important task, but not one that puts fire in the belly. Metal's contemporary abundance has made him realize how important scarcity used to be in the pleasures that metal scenes offered. It may only be a memory now, however, it still preserves the necessary halo that metal still feels fresh and new 
and he suspects others feel the way too, and I am one that kind of feels the same way. There is. I, I, I was kind of trying to nail in past Hellcast episodes, and I, I guess I'm not always one for describing my thoughts, but I was always wondering, what, like, why is it that there's just not this overly excited drive in me to hear some of this stuff and you know in my youth there, there, there would have been and i remember being there you know and, and I, i'm sure everyone in this room can relate one of the points that was made in that article there is just something about tracking it down and like you wait i remember man i remember fucking surface mail internationally yeah and like that shit would take months and all of a sudden finally it would come it smell like freaking seafood and you'd get it and you'd open it up from a foreign country like holy shit here it is like fuck yeah and you'd put it on there and like you know it's it's from a foreign land so small differences depending where it came from now go to youtube click play and i don't like it turn it off and you're done it's it's too easy because after all that time you kind of like well fuck like it's not hitting me now i'm not feeling it within the first 10 seconds keep it going well maybe 10 seconds is a little harsh but, you know, first minute, first song, whatever, so on and so forth. You keep listening because you waited fucking months for this goddamn thing. Like, I'm going to give this a chance at least. But now if it's freaking just turn it on, like, you know, you could just skip on and you go, well, here's some other recommendations for you. It's just like, well, where's the fun in that? And, you know, like, I, I know a younger metal kid and he's always like years ago. And it's just like, what do you mean years ago? Like <laughs> what, years ago when you're in diapers? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fucking, you know, veteran by any sense either, but, you know, like, I'm I'm not like talking like that either so it's like well years ago and it's like i think it's the technology that just kind of like hits you like well and it can give them all this because like they just it, they know all this shit because it's so easy to get to it and it's like it doesn't make it that much it has no excitement in it anymore what, what where's the excitement to go on youtube and listen to a band that you can easily skip the page whereas opposed to going on to your local college radio station of your your favorite dj calling them up like hey you know this new album came out and i know relapse or whatever label sends you promos can you play a song off it or maybe just happenstance plays that song you're like fuck it just hits you you know Mm -hmm. where is that excitement anymore and hellcast of course but where else First off, don't ever make fun of me again for reading a fucking ad. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin and I grew up, we're in the 80s, and I remember that excitement by going to the record store because it was easy to find the heavy metal because you could tell by the album cover. Whatever you bought, you listened to and you liked it or you didn't. Sometimes searching through all the shit that you listen to, when you buy something... You accumulate. You accumulate and, and you then, kind of and forget then, as yeah, and okay. then, yeah, Or when it comes in the mail, you're like, fuck, I don't remember what these guys sound like. Were they, what the fuck? And you put it in and you're like, fuck, this was awesome. That's right, yeah. I would imagine that the article is up to the perception of the, the person that's listening or reading it, but I didn't take that it was anyone like bitching but i i I felt that it was definitely just really someone that looking for that reason because he was feeling the same thing like everything's at my fingertips why am i not overly excited by it someone told me once about going to the beach you're going to hawaii for your first time your first time in hawaii you're like fucking goddamn this is Hawaii. this is fucking sweet you see the cliffs you see the fucking blue water you're swimming holy fuck there's a tiger shark then you go back 
a year later. Fuck yeah, dude, this is Hawaii. Oh yeah, there's that same tiger shark. After five, six years ago, and you're like, huh, this is the same shit. Maybe that burnout happens with, especially metal fans. He In that article, he made a point about how metal fans, for whatever reason, are very loyal to metal. Yeah. I think our feelings, in a way, get hurt when when mm-hmm. more of the Angels new stuff. Kill a cop, kill a cop. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> there you go, better. Right? And then- wow. And then you get the stuff on the previous segment that you're like, this isn't even fucking metal. It's easy to get bogged down, I think, in that shit. Before the internet, or just when the internet wasn't like it is now, the label did the work for you, more or less, and and not as in a cram-it-down-your-throat way that they are now. They weaved out, and they found the talent for you. Yep. And granted, there's still a label putting stuff out. It's just, I don't know, it just lost that quality. Like, you're, you're, you're the label in a way. The whole, the whole way of the music industry has changed. That's and mainly due to the internet and how people can receive songs and how they hear bands and everything for free like that. sometimes. It's yeah, just, like, fucking just like bullshit. that dude pointed out for free or for purchasing or both. And so that's like just even thinking back about it from the '80s and the '90s point of view to now, it's just it's hard to compare the two because it is completely different that labels don't do what they did back then they didn't look for the talent i mean it's there's with that overabundance there and like you said you can make your own albums and some bands don't even make albums they just do straight up like here's my ones and zeros here's my digital album yeah there's no physical thing even available anymore and that's unfortunate that a lot of people won't get to see a lot of great artists do album covers that's going away going back to what the guy was uh comparing and and I guess kind of, you know, not really complaining, but just noting the fact that it was, yeah, you don't have to work. I mean, could you imagine with the abundance of bands, if you had to work to find out how much good shit you would miss, at least with the the pro side of the internet is at least you do get that 10 seconds or 20 seconds or whatever you want of hundreds of songs. So if there is something good out there, your chances of grabbing a hold of it are definitely a lot more than it was if you were trying to find them back in the 80s or the 90s, searching through used bins or cutout bins or just tape trading and going through that long, extensive route, getting the tape from Indonesia or from Russia or wherever these bands were from, and you get it, and you'd miss so much with the amount of bands if you had to do it that way in this day. So as bad as some people think the internet is, at least it does give you the grasp at it because of the amount of bands that are available there. But I mean, it's still, it's when you grow up in the eighties and the nineties in getting into music and having that going to the store, digging through the bins, having that excitement there. That's, I totally understand where that dude's coming from because I, I totally miss that. Yeah. I miss going into stores and just finding something and, 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 buying blind sometimes you know you don't have the money to buy blind but sometimes you just it was great you find a cassette or a cd that just look awesome album cover you like the titles you like the band name fuck it you just go ahead and buy it you just take a chance on it you know perfect example to what you just said is Bandcamp yeah. popular website bands use post their music on there most of the time you can stream it for free then you can download it or you can order a physical copy so okay you listen to it you like it now you order it do you order it right then and there maybe sometimes you just put it off because well i just heard the whole album i enjoyed it and i'll buy it when i'm in the mood for it again and then i don't know maybe that mood comes a year later 
Right. Maybe you forget. You're not excited about it now. Now. Right. You're not excited to buy it because you just listened to it. You just listened to it. You know what it already sounds like. You just jammed it. Fuck, if you're that excited about it, and some people, I mean, I, there's been records that's like, man, I'm so fucking, like, that was so good. Fuck, let's play it again. Well, what do you do? You stream it again for free. Yep. And then again for free. And then you get your fix. All the while, then then yeah, it gets the, to the point where you don't, does it, is it, but the when fans, by the time fans you get in the, are, are ordering it and buying it because they oh, want course. the hard no, copy. No, 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 I'm not saying you're not going to buy it because I do the same thing. But haven't you been there where it's like the no. new midnight, the new midnight? You heard it before it even came out. And what did I do? They you the, bought it? No, no, you bought right, it. Right. I'm not Fuck disputing. It. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not disputing the right, fact right. Okay. of buying it or not. I'm not disputing record sales. I'm disputing now. Remember when you called me and you said I have numerous. I have another order for the midnights. You didn't seem very stoked. Why? Because you heard it a zillion times already. Um, yeah, I mean, you get. That's why I, I'm against full, full album. No, I'm, I'm against full albums being posted online. Oh, okay. I think one, maybe two songs, or from just any release, or yeah, or just a couple snippets. That's all you really need, I mean, especially for a band like Midnight that's been around for quite a while. That's had albums and tours under their belt. One song should all be all that it takes. To, yeah. to know if you're going to want to buy the new album or not. And, you know, uh, and certain bands, sometimes they change their styles, sometimes not. I also agreed with the point in the article that it was saying nostalgia of a band is kind of ruined the, with the fact that, say it is your favorite band. Like he, he used Mayhem, for instance. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun to have like a favorite band and then like you met that guy that's got that collection that no one knows about that secret vault and like you're going through and you're like fuck dude it's the demo of oh, you know and, and but now it's you know it's on YouTube there's no rarity to it anymore but how many guys do you know of who have had a rare CD record whatever and said this has to get out there and they make a CD or record of it, put it out, and it's rare and it's hard to find. And then all of a sudden, well, now there's 2,000 CDs. It's not the same as YouTube and somebody's paying and somebody's paying. But what's the difference? It's now less rare. Getting good music out there, whether it's via YouTube or via a bootleg CD or vinyl or whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being like an over-optimist here. It's like, you know what? This is how it is now. It's fucking. I'm. I'm gonna try to make the best of it. I'm gonna revert to Zach from Necrofilth. His remarks when I was in Colombia. You know, it sounds racist, but it's not. White people problems. <laughs> We're sitting there bitching about our cell phones, like it's fucking slow. And then you go to a goddamn third world country, and it's like your showers, like a it doesn't tr- work. Is a trickle <laughs> of water, right? Or it's extremely hot. Or your bed is a little bit harder than the floor. We're bitching about a phone that's too slow, but yet it still connects to the internet and works just properly and jams all the music you want. Yet they're fucking enduring scorching hot heats, a trickle of water for a shower, and a a bed that's harder than the fucking floor. Hmm. Kind of puts things in perspective to you. So it is a nice problem to have. I took the article, (coughs) and I relate to the article, as an uber dork. That this uber dork has lost his excitement to a fucking degree. <laughs> that by having all these technological advances, it has thus made my experience not the, the like the, the little kid at a fucking theme park for the first time riding the such roller coaster happy. You know, I'm like, well, 
now it's like the third time but, riding that roller coaster. Like fuck, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're yeah. Like, God damn it, and, and, like you know, yeah. I get, just be mean and be a little bitch. Is honestly, what I, I, well, I get that, and, 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 and the fact that there's a zillion bands. So, so with what you just said, it's like, well, now you're giving this overabundance the power. You're taking the control away from you and your enjoyment. And I understand. I get burned out too. Hey, are you in su- a pseudocidal? I must be. Because <laughs> you sound like a therapist. Right. <laughs> but do, do you know what I mean? And, and it's like, I mean, there's time. write a hell of a record listening back to there this. There are times where. <laughs> there, <laughs> I had to say <laughs> there are. I mean, there are times where, you know, where I'm just like, fuck, shit sucks. Fuck. And it's like at that moment, you've got to go, all right, well, what the fuck made me like this shit in the first place? Go to your fucking record shelf and go all right feel the fire fire and just more mortuary more visions black and images right you know sometimes it makes you just go you know what fuck it i don't need new music right now i'm gonna i got a fucking wall of fucking records and cds let's listen to that that is one little trick to defeating this if you're feeling like reaper did or like this guy that wrote the article put your records in boxes let them sit in there you know store them in boxes some time go by. Open said boxes, and goddamn, is it exciting? Because like, oh yeah. wow, I, I didn't know I had this. Fuck, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, uh. So basically, to summarize it all, I see what you're talking about. Article and Keith Con Harris. Yeah, it's a great article. Very. But the fact of the matter is, quit your fucking bitching. There's metal <laughs> to be had. Start listening to it. Sometimes it's just being that, ironically, the devil's advocate. Nah, <laughs> I'm the devil. That's why they call me Eddie Satan. But it's like. Well, we're not advocating you. Well, well I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. But say, you know, why not? Get just fucking roll with it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
Metal can be very funny. Not always intentionally. Most of the time, not intentionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like those submissions. <laughs> well, that wasn't really metal. <laughs> it was funny. But as a nerd, one can hear certain things in metal songs. And after today, trying to find that fucking nihilist song where he does the girl voice, no one seems to know what fucking song that is. So it is definite proof that us as a listener, or you as a listener, can be the only person that finds certain things funny in a song because you're just that big of a dork. And I happen to be one of those dorks. So I have listened to many a song and have noticed certain things. I would like to start this off with something hilarious by a newer band known as Sorted Flesh. Within this song happens to be a certain yell that I found quite humorous. And I'm going to play it here and point it out when it comes up. Here we go. That's right, Eddie Satan was laughing, and I'm pretty sure he figured out the fucking Arnold from Predator Ultimate Battle Scream. (laughs) I have that as a possibility as a ringtone on my phone. Does it not sound exactly like it? It's totally it. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's like identical. It's, it's almost like great. they took it. Yeah. It's a little deeper, but yeah, it's very. <laughs> now this is where it gets a little tricky because I would never listen to uh, later Morbid Angel like this. God of emptiness. I mean, and this is just. I don't know if we we're going to name this segment. I guess we would just call it ridiculousness in metal. <laughs> but just listen to the singing at the end of this. This is just I. Do not like Covenant. Do you like Covenant? Actually, yes, I do. Okay, so you know the song. I know the song. So you know exactly probably what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about. The singing here at the end. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh, <laughs> just shoot me. Like, why would they do this? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. But it's like... Not bad. Trying, it's trying to it's get new fans. Silly. I mean, I don't know if uh, I'm, I was bad. Really, wasn't the word because definitely the Arnold screaming sorted flesh was not bad. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. As is morbid on their demo. Fucking disgusting semla. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it's obvious what's ridiculous about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do it. that? Because Dead was insane. Clearly. Why wouldn't you do that? I don't get what's ridiculous about it. Oh, I mean, he starts a song like this, you know. Right. It just gets a little ridiculous. <laughs> this is not an album that I don't particularly like, and I would never listen to this. So thanks, Dennis from Delaware. 
but this is definitely ridiculous. It's just funny. The lyrics. Listen. This is Deicide with the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and it keeps giving. It's right here. <laughs> How can it spill? <laughs> What's his name? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> And I, I know that's not exactly a, a deicide fave there, but uh, it's fucking funny. <laughs> and I love this album. Yeah. I love me some Death Row. The thing about Death Row, though, is he should really just stick to yelling. <laughs> because the singing didn't really work out very well for uh, Milo and crew there. Hit the auto-tune once in a while. but uh, So it gives a character. Oh, it gave a character too on Dragon's Blood, right? Yeah. As we'll soon hear. That wasn't enough. <laughs> It is still way better than any of that shit on what the fuck. Hey, <laughs> hold on a second. This is awesome. I know. I know. Right. I'm just saying it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous, yes. I mean, listen to the riffs. Of course. They just could have done without yeah. the singing part. He's better at this. I just, I can't imagine what it was. Maybe it was Harris Johns or whoever produced that going like, that was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) You really hit it, Milo. Yeah, you really hit that note. You weren't flat. You weren't sharp. You were right on. That's what you were. Now, it wasn't a problem until Dave found God, and the other Dave found God much earlier, as I found in the biography. Which one found it first? Dave Ellefson. Ellefson. Yes, of Megadeth. And sometime in the career, Dave Mustaine, much to what became a financial crisis, remastered or remixed their albums. And then they got a feud, and that's why David Ellefson quit the band. For a little bit. I didn't know that until recently. Hmm. I figured it was because he heard Dave's new mix of Five Magics or Rust in Peace in, in general and went, what the fuck were you doing? That sounds awful. Yep. In fact, the pitch shifted vocals that were supposed to sound evil and cool, they sound like a southern black dude. Because <laughs> as they do on the remix of Five Magics. More particular here. Right. <laughs> I never heard that. I didn't. I didn't know that that shit because I don't have those. All right. Well, here's the original. It sounds way better <laughs> than I missed Magic's Five. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. This is better. 
Way more intense. Yeah. I like it best, Lord, not I'm Master Magic's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, LeBron James coming back to Cleveland. I just don't get it. I well, don't they know why remixed or remastered? He's bringing it back. He remixed and remastered. Fuck. It's a whole different ball game. And, you know, one thing would not be ridiculous if you did not bring Sabat from Japan in the equation. Right. I love them. Yes. But they're pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they are over the top ridiculous. And... As there may be many things on this record that one could find ridiculous, I found this one most particularly ridiculous. On Satan's sword, sword as I say, (laughs) (laughs) um, on uh, the song Dracula, which actually, a little bit of uh, knowledge there, was a Metal Lucifer song, which Gazole from uh, Sabat was also in. Anyway, I love this part because... You can't understand a fucking word he's saying. And if that's not bad enough, he decides <laughs> to like do one of those like I don't know what the, the, the musical technique is where like one one like group of the choir like goes ah, and the other one's like he is all you know, like and sings under it while the other yeah, one. Yeah, it's not a cappello, but it's uh yeah, But you know what I'm talking about. Well he does like one of yeah. these. So it's like it might as well just be like a bunch of like sloths from the Goonies like and then they go just listen I just think like sloth and the goons. Baby. <laughs> I don't even think that at all. I just think that that's fucking awesome. Oh, it, it's, it is wonderful. But, but it's pretty ridiculous. Actually, I got to point out something else that's ridiculous too on this album. It, it is when um, I think his name's Tesman or whatever. I don't know how to say, say the, the other guitar player. The, the, uh, the guitar player they had for like a long time when he used to do vocals. He just like used to do it in like a very just abrasive like i didn't even know what like fucking analogy i could come up with it just it's, like, <laughs> it's other than that it's like why would you do that it's fucking great though i love it what is that like an angry rat <laughs> yeah well maybe but it's fucking awesome i guess it's ridiculous but it's awesome oh it's totally ridiculous Oh, dude, it's fucking Miss Piggy. Karen! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. Sabat, they're great. And they even, I like, actually, I love the ballad on that. But Necromantic, because it, like, starts out, like, creepy. And then when he starts singing, it's just... Everyone's like, man, this used to be an evil song when I was just a fucking joke after Reaper. (laughs) 
Wow. Great. The best way to start singing, anyone else that maybe i'll get some haters but i like destruction but i'm not like the hugest destruction fan right i think there's better things to come out of germany like death row Mm -hmm. but the first time i heard schmear do his yeah little yelp there i was like (laughs) perplexed when i don't know 2005 or whatever when all those like thrash bands came about and like had that resurgence and like everyone was doing that kind of thing i was like why would you copy that like why would you like (laughs) Like imitate Mike's awesome guitar playing, playing rather than that. By that I mean this. Right here. <laughs> like, why is that awesome? It's not. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, that's awesome though. That is. Like, and he does it all the time. I remember the first time I heard these records, I was like, "Why is he doing that? It's stupid." Like, here's a better one on Release from Agony album. Oh, boy. <laughs> Release from Agony was uh, with Schmears on that? I thought that was with the other dude. No. Pretty sure it was. Wasn't that the first non-Schmear album? No, Cracked Brain, I think, was the first. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Cracked Brain. Get a little more obscure, but Phantom Warrior happens to be up there with some <laughs> of the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Well... This song is pretty goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even explain why this is fucking funny, but it's fucking funny. I'm going to give it a little more pre-roll than I got. But just listen. It's normal at first, and then it gets fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Here we go. The cover is awful. <laughs> hey, speaking of that shit that's like someone be hunt, hunting down, like, when's this gonna fucking come out? I can listen to it on YouTube, goddamn, but I don't have a CD. This is something that needs to come out. Backstabber, backstabber! <laughs> What the fuck is that? Back to back. I don't know what I like better. Backstabber, backstabber, or like what? What is that? Like, like when were you like? When did you write those lyrics? And you're sitting around like, okay, I got it. I don't even know what that is. It's fucking great though. Phantom Warrior, backstabber, love it. When? What year was that? 1987. That late? Wow. Yeah. Earlier than that. No, it's definitely one of a kind. And, you know, we had him on the show, and we talked about him before. Love him. But God damn, is it ridiculous. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. It's well, asinine. Just put every fucking <laughs> song on. It's fucking great. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yes. So that's your- an album that's just that's a band that could you imagine the though, character of that is just fucking over the top. Could you imagine awesome. like them having children and like <laughs> there's you know their kid in show and tell like my dad's in a band. <laughs> like, like oh really? Like, fucking third grader bringing that shit well, in. What does your rule. band sound like, little Billy? Well, you know. <laughs> How does a grown man come up with that? <laughs> I love some it. of the gargling and shit. Yeah. That it's, fuck, it's, it's fucking good. great. Now I kind of jumped the gun. I thought Phantom Warrior was ridiculous. <laughs> now I thought Empatigo was asinine. This I don't know how the fuck I ever <laughs> heard this. This is by far the best thing you're gonna hear tonight, fellas. I don't. I, I really do not know how to. Are explain you familiar this. with that, Kevin? No, this band, I'm not either. This band rules. Now, I like, I like the titles. All right. Is this from Dennis Delaware? This is from me. Okay. This is my personal experience. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this. This is by the band Crypt Axe Ripper. <laughs> now, I've never heard of Crypt Axe Ripper before until I went to Finland. <laughs> and even when I was in Finland, I never heard of Crypt Axe Ripper before <laughs> until I came home. And all of a sudden, there's a Crypt Axe Ripper CD in my luggage. I don't know how the fuck it got there. <laughs> That's the best. I have no fucking clue how it got there. Luggage it, bombed with it, like it was just there, and clearly like out of passion, you know, because like it wasn't like it was like someone threw like a fart bomb in my <laughs> luggage just so I can come home and oh, he's in customs and no, no, no. It was it was a metal passion. So I, I look at said Crypt Axe Ripper CD and I'm like. All right. And it says new wave of Finnish heavy metal. And I was just like, well, when the fuck was the first wave? You know, I, I never knew of any wave of heavy metal from Finland. And then it came to me. You who probably knows. Crypt Axe Ripper is the best act out of Finland. Fuck you, children of Bodom. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just found out exactly what they yeah. sounded like. Fuck a the Herod. It is yeah. Crypt Axe Ripper. So when you hear Finland, think this fucking band. Because this band is the best. And I don't know how the fuck it's called New Wave of Finnish Heavy Metal. Or Heavy Metal after hearing this. Trust me. It's that damn good. Are you ready, fellas? Check. Singing. <laughs> what? 
sing along. Wow, what's going on? <laughs> it's better. <laughs> you haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> that's awesome. That was I mean, fucking I need to get great. That now. Oh, you need it. it yeah, it's I'm, so good. absolutely. It, and it, it's about as, as ridiculous as that throughout the whole. Disc. Is that a, is an imprint? <laughs> uh, it's right behind you under the K section. <laughs> yeah. Now some people are gonna be like, "How the fuck did this make it to ridiculousness?" And I'll tell you here in a second when you hear what I'm about to play for you. Are you ready, Mister Satan? I, I, I Crypt Axe Ripper has now left the building. You can load that in your iTunes, though, if you'd like. I could. It's good. <laughs> you need to get a copy. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Dio. Because what the fuck is he singing about? <laughs> good point. Ride the tiger. Ride the tiger, that's right. What does that have to do with a holy diver? You don't see what he means. I don't. Where's he getting away from? Get away oh, from the Holy Diver, of course. Because I know what that is. Well, it's the okay, all right, the competitive Olympic diver. It out. Okay, figure this out. Shiny diamonds. What are the diamonds? Say cat eyes. <laughs> Who sings this the, song? Um, I'm not sure. No, I was. The biggest was joke I heard was someone's like, you know, the best lyricist of all time, Ronnie da- James Dio. He's like, how the fuck you figure? I can write, write about randomness any day of the week that rhymes. <laughs> what the fuck is he even talking about? I, it, do you know what this song is about? No. Do you know what this song is about, Kevin? I know who does. <laughs> he doesn't know either. <laughs> no one knows. And how does that make one? I mean, he's a great singer, but he's not a great lyricist. But the thing is, making shit that doesn't make sense to everybody else sound cool. I'm just saying. It's wonderful, but it's fucking ridiculous, as Jump is the video. The Where's tigers have to do with anything? Big fucking cats. Well, that's it, fellas. It wasn't very underground, the finale. 
But it was ridiculous. But it was Dio, so that's all right. <laughs> Dio is underground. Maybe it wasn't Current. as ridiculous as... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't as ridiculous as Cryptax Ripper. Maybe it wasn't as over-the-top as Empatigo. But it's ridiculous, and it makes no sense. Nonetheless. And I am Reaper. And this has been Hellcast. If you would like to argue with me and how well of a <laughs> lyricist Dio is, fuck you. My, my email is hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com, though. I won't reply to that for a while, as you can yes. see. And uh, thank you to... Thank you, Kevin, for coming on and enduring the hours of uh, pain. Rayworm has a new record out, right? Well, we played one of the songs. We're going to leave on a negative note. (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good thing. Yeah. Here's an awful cover for you. I'm Reaper. Hellcast and hellsetbangers.com. I'm Eddie. Kevin Funeral Grave. Graveworm. We'll talk to you on number 51. And this is a bad cover. and paste. Features interviews with Epitigo, Asphyx, Onion Gang, Nocturnal, Cyanide, Morbus Cron, and Denial. And did I mention Horror Metal Gore? Oregon Fanzine, issue number one, available now at Hell's Headbangers. Mm-hmm.